pictures you've never seen. Does he make you laugh? He doesn't make me cry. By the way, we had that water brought in special for you folks. It came from Well and Hinkley. The fame thing isn't really real. And don't forget, I'm also just a girl standing in front of a boy asking to love her. If I forget to tell you later, I had a really good time tonight. And welcome, 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 welcome to the podcast that does, I think, what it says in the tin, it's best film ever. My name is Ian. I'm Liam. And I'm Ellie. And we are here without Georgia, technically. She is uh, just off doing some, Hi. she's doing some work there off to the side because um, she doesn't really have a lot of knowledge of Julia Roberts films. Scene one. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so um, maybe she'll shout something out from the side when we get to that film. But uh, for the time being, it's going to be the three of us because we've seen a fair number between us. Some of us have seen a little bit less in the month building up, but we are continuing our real roundtable series where we kind of have a focus for the month. And we did an actor last month in uh, Robin Williams. We did. And it went over very well. People seem to really, really like that episode. So we I thought, really that one. let's do an actress now. You know, let's try and keep things... Um, Inclusive, let's keep things fair, let's keep things... Plus, just an idea of one. Julia um, Roberts, a surprising number of films, I think, over the years. Yeah, and mm. she's been quite prevalent through her career, to be fair. She's been yeah. a star since she showed up, yeah. almost. Absolutely. Very early still, on. I haven't seen it yet, but she's released a film very recently, I think, called Wanda. Yes. Um, in 2018, I think it was. But then she's been going for decades, hasn't she? Mm. Absolutely. And this is the bit where we have to say, like, we're not sitting here saying we've seen every Julia Roberts film. We've seen quite a few, Look, looking at our lists that we had going in. And so we've asked you guys out there, uh, the, 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 the call went out via our Twitter and whatnot, if you wanted to submit lists, and a number of you have, and I'll sort of summarize who that would be just before we go ahead and reveal your choices, and then we'll also reveal our choices for what we think the top 10 Julia Roberts films are based on our collective yep. sort of rankings. I haven't even really looked at them to know what the order is, and that's just fine. Cool. Some films I'll have seen and you guys won't, and vice versa, and mm -hmm. we'll just sort of talk through it. If we don't talk about your favorite, Sorry, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's nothing personal. It's just what did we see and what did we have time for? But we would love to hear why it's your favorite and your recommendations if there are any that we haven't seen. Yeah, let us know. And we'll definitely mm -hmm. uh, recap some of your thoughts. If you're listening to this and going, oh, I wish they would have talked more about this. Let us know and we'll talk about it on our next episode, uh, at least after this airs. Yeah. yeah. So that'll be all right. So um, Julia Roberts, just a really quick thing. She is from Georgia. Wow. Yeah, and Julia Roberts is no, that Georgia. That's right. I'm like, what? I'm like, why is Georgia so passionate about like the Southern U.S.? But, um, and she is um, actually named Roberts. It's not a stage name. She is Julia Roberts. She is the sister of Eric Roberts. Yeah, and more of a B movie actor. Eric. Her niece Emma Roberts is also an actor. So that's really about it. As far as openings go, she just always wanted to be an actor, and it, it turns out I think it's going to work out for her. Yeah. <laughs> She's doing all right, isn't she? Well, it is quite interesting. I think for most of us, I know what the first sort of taste of Julia Roberts may have been, but the first one that she does that actually shows up a fair bit, and I think Ellie saw this. I haven't seen it yet. Mystic Pizza. Yes, Mystic Pizza. So you two have both seen this. I have, a very, very long time ago. So whereas I watched it yesterday. What kind, oh, of, <laughs> so what kind of film is Mystic Pizza? Um, It's... It's a little bit kind of silly, quirky. It's like a teen girl's work in a restaurant, a pizza restaurant, would you believe it? Um, chase after men. And um, I mean, yeah, there's not an awful lot of plot line to it. Is she the lead? 
Um, no. no. Oh, really? Are, well, there are three. The three girls are kind of similar sized roles, but I would say that Cat is the lead oh, one. Okay. Who yeah. Because obviously, after she made it big, this this got like re released on DVD huge. And you would always see, like, it was just like, you would have thought it was a Julia Roberts star vehicle. Yeah. Oh, mm. she's a significant role in it. Yeah, but you, it was. It was yeah, yeah. She was saying. the only face on the cover, is oh, what right, I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, when I say star vehicle, I mean what her films would later become, what Robin Williams' films were. Robin Williams is Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. Julia Roberts yeah. is in Mystic Good Pizza, pizza. Yeah. when actually it's it's a bit more of a three-part kind yeah. of yeah. feel. Although okay. a really funny fact for you, I don't know if it's his first, but there's a five-minute Matt Damon cameo in Mystic Pizza. Well, that's an interesting little yeah. hiccup. Um, <laughs> so then after that, we've got the next big thing that, that I have, and really my first remembrance of Julia Roberts is Steel Magnolias. Yes. I watched this for the first <sighs> time a couple of months ago, and I loved it. Th- this has to be at some point up for best film ever. Yeah. Oh, it was and so especially good. Especially when we talk about role of women, Bechdel test, and all that stuff. Like This thing passes everything with flying colors. It's just an amazing film. The, 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 the amount of women, such good characters and such good um, actors in it, including Dolly Parton, phenomenal. Yeah, and uh, not a small part is no. Julia Roberts. She is kind of... She's the story. She is. She might not yeah. be the main character. You can argue that one a little bit. But what she does. But she do. is. What happens in her life is 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 the story of the film. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's those conversations, those moments with her mum, isn't it, that make the film really, really special. Yeah, it really hits. And um, playing a southern girl, mm-hmm. and Julia Roberts does well when she's playing a southern girl. Yeah. Um, had some range. If you haven't seen it, Julia Roberts plays a girl with some sort of. She's a diabetic. Severe diabetic, yeah. though, like severe, like it's not one of the easier manageable ones. I think. I think it's. She I don't know. Has my regular fits and yeah, she has regular fits and like um, her kidneys are shutting down on her. Yeah, yeah, and so um, this character has to make a decision of do she's, we, we open on her wedding day. And oh, by the way, I should mention some spoilers. I mean, I'm not going to try and give away mm-hmm. huge plot points, but it's hard trying to talk about the the, the career of Julia Roberts, same as Robin Williams. She said without giving away some plot details. So just as what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you get to a movie, you're like, oh, I want to know how that, maybe skip ahead 30 <laughs> seconds about that. But you can't talk about Steel Magnolias without talking about the plot. Yeah, and, and it so is a spoiler it is. It? And so we open on her wedding, and basically we carry through to her having children dying, and then what happens after she's gone. Yeah. And to the family and those around her and how they loved her and all that sort of situation. And one of the big decisions is knowing you're unwell and knowing that the the the, the, the what being a mother will put onto her body. She's recommended don't have children. Mm. And then walking through that decision and going, how do we feel about that? And how do we feel about the characters as they counsel her? How do we feel about the husband who lets her agree to try and have a yeah. child? And then the relationship between her and her mum being mm. damaged because of it. Because her mum has to potentially risk her own baby to let her baby have a baby and her mom who continues to um oh, to oh, sacrifice oh. even yeah. even after even after everything, g- gives her a kidney um like all these sort of big steps really is above and beyond in sally field i mean julia roberts is great sensational actually a lot of women are sensational but yeah. sally yeah. field sally is field. a special kind of sensational yeah. in this as is oh who's the really old one jeez the olympic Olympia Dukakis. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's the blonde one. No, I'm the, the the grumpy one. The one Weezer? who plays Weezer. Oh, Weezer. Yeah, 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 yeah. She is Shirley MacLaine. Feels like Shirley MacLaine. Yeah. I think it's Shirley MacLaine. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go ahead like it is. Yes. Feel free to look yes, it up. I think it is. Feel I'm free to look it up. Sure but it is, but yeah. absolutely. So, and th- they're so good. Now, she's nominated. Julia Roberts is nominated for Best Supporting Actress for this role. And it kind of puts her on the map. 
it kind of puts her on the map. And very shortly thereafter, we then see Julia Roberts, the industry's behind her. Her next release will be the film I think we're going to remember her for. Despite everything else that comes after, I think she'll always be Vivian in Pretty Woman. Of course. Yeah. I love this movie. She got put on some hooker boots and strolled up to Richard Gere's car, but right into our hearts. Yeah, there's so much more to this movie. I can. This is one of the movies I can sit and watch again and again and again and still feel the emotions that you're supposed to feel for yeah. the first time. You know what she goes through how she tries to make better. What's your dream? Everybody comes to Hollywood has yeah. a dream. He was a real guy. Was he really? Yes. <laughs> he was on the streets of LA and they incorporated him because he was such a well-known character. A bit like juggling Jim around. Yeah. King <laughs> <laughs> no, like a character. Yeah. I'm, people, He's sort of, people out there don't know who juggling Jim that, is. But in in, in that Jim. locality, yeah. he yeah. was something. He was somebody okay. in that bit. Yeah. So they incorporated him in the film. And I thought that was for, great. For a film that's so, um, so big in sort of scope, I guess, in some ways. The cast of characters are actually quite small. Mm. The characters you really care about, it's not a huge number. No. And as a result, you really have to get the two leads right. And they do. Oh, oh. absolutely. They so do. Like, never remake this movie. Never remake this movie. Am I right in thinking that she was the first choice, but he wasn't? I have no idea. I'm pretty sure. Maybe we should do that on Best Film Ever at some point. I'm pretty sure somebody like John Travolta was offered the part and stuff like that. (laughs) That's every Richard Gere movie. I know, I know. It's true. Officer and a Gentleman. Yeah, it was. Chicago, something else. I'm pretty sure. It might be. I'll tell you what, Gere nails it. He totally nails it. But it's her movie, isn't it? Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 Was I right in that? I think she's just saying that no, it's her oh, movie. I was just agreeing. It was oh, her okay. Movie. Um, so, I mean, pr- it's just... Apparently, Julia Roberts wasn't the first choice for it, though. <laughs> oh, really? Well, there you go. Um, and so, this is the film, though, that makes her a star. Mm-hmm. And she is A-list from here on in. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's 1990. 90. Yeah. That's 30 years. And yeah. she still, if she shows up, she is the A-list mm-hmm. headliner. Yeah, and that's a lot of things. That's, that's a lot of weight to carry for... Three decades? It is. Speaking of a film with more weight, maybe you can pivot here. Liam, I have a feeling that you're going to know about this one. I don't know much about it. I think I saw it when I was a kid, Mm -hmm. but I don't think I've seen it since. So, uh, Flatliners. Oh, amazing movie. Now, I believe, if I recall correctly, and this is where I'll sort of, we'll sort of switch sides. You can be the expert, and I'm going to be the guy going. So tell me, what what, what do you think about this? Am I correct in assuming it's a bunch of medical students who are making experiments of what happened when you basically die, when you flatline? And then the secret is, how long will we let you go under before we bring you back? And she, does she go under, or is she like the tech who like brings them back? She eventually goes under, but Keith Sutherland is the first guy to go under. Okay. The opening, the opening scene is him walking outside and he goes, today is a good day to die. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, he goes under, but he goes under for like 30 seconds or something like that. Yeah. And then they bring him back uh, and then Kevin Bacon goes under and they, they try and go for longer. Yeah. And then it gets more risky because how long do you leave your heart stopped? Yeah. And this is really interesting if you consider her previous two films, Steel Magnolias, yeah. Pretty Woman, Flatliners. Completely three different movies. And she wasn't a star when she took this. She wasn't, because Pretty Woman hasn't happened yet, mm. right? Like, so when she signs on for Flatliners, because it also comes out in 1990, both films come out yeah. in that year. So she's kind of part of an ensemble in mm-hmm. that piece. Oliver Platt is in it as well. Love Oliver Platt. Yeah. How is she in the, in Flatliners, though? She's the... Is she kind of just, and and she's there, or is there... No, she, she's, she's a bit of a, a love interest. 
Um, I'm assuming for Kiefer. Didn't she and Kiefer date? I'm sure she and Kiefer dated. Probably way back when. I think they were. We might have talked about this in a previous episode. Yeah, they might. They might have have met on I think they were engaged. If memory serves, I think that's what happened. That sounds familiar. I think we've had this discussion. Yeah. Well, um, when you go under, they have all these memories um, that haunt them when they come back out. Yes. There's something that sort of they carry back with them from, from, from the dead, if you will. Yeah, and then they have to somehow stop these stop reliving these memories and thoughts so yeah that's a really good movie they did a remake i believe oh really which i can't understand why or how but let's just make some new movies can we please flatline is one of them movies that just went under the radar but was it's so good okay um speaking of under the radar and kind of so so good i mean i i I think i heard ellie saying earlier but she rated this film uh, Liam, I, I think you've said you've seen it. Sleeping with the Enemy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, watched, I watched this one last night. So in a plot synopsis, she um, she marries a bad man. She's already married to him she's when already, the film starts. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, she has discovered after her honeymoon that he's an abusive partner and has Very been with him abusive. for three years and um, basically fakes her own death to, to get, away, get from away from him. And it's like a kind of romance thriller. Okay. It's like two different movies. The beginning of the movie with him is very thriller-esque. And then when she gets away from him, starts a new life in a new town. It's more lighthearted. She meets another guy. Oh, really? And then she falls in love with him. I'm guessing in the third act, hubby comes back. Yeah, yeah, of course. course. Um, But I think because of that is one of the reasons why I really like the film, because she just has such diversity in Mm. her acting. She's able to play really scared, then kind of relief, happiness, um, terror, anger revenge like all these different emotions and um i've seen i've seen the film a really long time ago and i saw it again last night as i said and both times i've really enjoyed it and it's it's got terrible critical reviews but i liked it i also like the soundtrack because it's got uh, van morrison's brown eyed girl can't go wrong with brown eyed girl that's great song um i haven't seen this one i know i haven't seen this one Mm -hmm. uh dying young anybody oh yeah i have seen it but I can't tell you much about it because I watched it once yeah. a long, long time ago. It's one of those emotional tearjerker yeah, 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 sort of type yeah, yeah. movies. And then uh, after three pretty serious films, we get Hook. Oh, such hmm. I love this movie. I'm ambivalent towards this movie. I love I, it. We brought this up in the Robin Williams episode. Yeah, so Dustin Hoffman is amazing. Oh, absolutely. Um, And there are are some really good characters in this film, and it's not a bad film overall, but I don't like Julia Roberts in it. No, as Tinkerbell. They called her behind the scenes Tinker Hell. Yeah, 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 I heard that. Yeah, and also, didn't she have a haircut really short for that? Yeah, yeah, because her brother absolutely hated the fact that she did that. She was arguing that um, she should be as big of a presence on the posters and all that stuff as the other big actors, and it's like, no, no. because you're Tinkerbell. You need yeah, to be in proportion. Yeah, but I've noticed looking at a lot of Julia Roberts stuff lately. Julia Roberts always gets top billing. Yes. Always gets and top And you normally billing. get like a big face of hers. Yeah, on the poster or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, which is, isn't that dis- dissimilar from what Robin Williams did? Yeah, true. Robin Williams was yeah, always yeah. the singular lead, but even when she's playing opposite some big people, which we'll talk about coming up, Julia Roberts' name is first. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That is very interesting. Because normally I'd be guys first. So I don't think she's that good in Tinkerbell. I don't, no, I'm, I'm, I'm generalizing as a movie because obviously that's nostalgic for me. So... I'm thinking when I was a kid. No, so, fine. You know. Uh, then one I saw, I, I think I had seen it before, but I watched it again today, just yeah. before you showed up, actually. Pelican Brief. Again, I haven't seen it, but what, Denzel Washington was a lot stronger than this. <sighs> I, I thought they were both pretty good. 
I'd say they were both pretty good. Yeah, I like it. I, she's good, but I think Denzel's more for me. It's two different films, just to, just to steal your line, because the whole, like, yeah. literally, it's a two and a half, it's a two and a half hour long movie. It's a long while since I watched it. For the first hour and 15 minutes, they don't meet. So you actually have, it's kind of like Julia Roberts has her film, mm. and on, then we we have intermissions where we go and we see Denzel Washington's film. Yeah. And I think that's part of the strengths. When they do meet, it does mean something. But I, I, I think she, I think they're both hurt by something. I mean, it's supposed to be a John Grisham novel. I think what you're seeing is it's whenever one of those novel to film didn't quite learn how to, how to get the story yeah, yeah, yeah. concise. Cause yeah. it felt a little bit, Big. I think, like with Sleeping with the Enemy, the acting is better than the film itself. Um, yeah, I think, I, mean, she, I think mm. her and Denzel both do a good job. Yeah, I'll tell you who I loved in that was Stanley Tucci. Yeah, he's great. Stanley Tucci's oh. amazing in that. I just like him as an actor anyway. And, yeah. and it has the bad guy from Ghost in it. Oh. He plays like the president's like little weaselly right hand man, and he's really good. he's just really good as a vi- he was everywhere in the early nineties as like villains, and then he just never saw him again. Strange. Yep, strange, maybe, strange, strange. Maybe he sort of died. Maybe, who knows? And then we went from that to I Love Trouble. You ever see I Love Trouble? Hang on. Is this with Nick Nolte? This is with Nick Nolte. They two hated each other on screen. <laughs> um, behind the scenes, I've, I can't remember too much about the film because it was dreadful. Um, but I do remember at the time there was when they had to do like the press releases and stuff. Yeah. They would not sit with each other. They would not talk to each other. And... I think him or her said they will never, ever, 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 ever do another <laughs> film with each other again. I mean, Tinker, I mean, Julia Roberts is going. I almost want Tinkerbell. Julia Roberts is going through a divorce around this two-year stretch. Yeah. Through, actually, no. Hook was ninety-one. It's been three years. But the, there's a story about Cheers. I promise I'll bring this back around to her in a minute. Mm-hmm. And in this story, um, the question is: Who gets top billing on Cheers? Is it Ted Danson? Or is it Shelley Long? Ted Danson. Well, as it's going through, they're fighting and their agents are fighting who should get top billing. So what they do is they put Danson's name at the bottom, but they put it on the left side of the screen. Yeah. And they put Shelley Long's upper, but on the right side of the they screen. They use that a lot. So Ted Danson can go, look, I have top billing. I'm yeah. left. I come first. Yeah. She's going, no, no, no. I'm top. Top means best. Yeah. And by going against conventional, usually would do top left, bottom right. Not, mm-hmm. But by this point, they both get to claim that they win. Well, Julia Roberts' face on the poster for this appears first. It does. But it's bottom left. Nick Nolte is above her, but he's top right. And the names still, though, at the top say evenly, Roberts, Nolte, and Roberts comes first. But you're getting the idea across that we've got two egos happening here. Yeah. This felt like the same sort of stories you heard about Zellweger and Zeta Jones say, on yeah. Chicago, but nowhere near the quality of film. Yeah. Because it was like this really awkward rom com. And there was an age gap you looked into, Ellie, between the two actors. Yeah, I didn't watch the film, but I did look into the it's age gap. I I'll, have a, I'll have another look. Have now. a look. We'll come back to that. But they hate each other. I know and that. that gives us, Liam, I don't know if this was on your list. It was definitely something that I've seen. Something to talk about. No? No. It's, it's an interesting story. And if I had more time, I would have liked to gone back and watched it, even though I don't remember it being really any good. No, I, I don't ring any bell. <laughs> Julia Roberts and, I want to make sure I get this right. Is it Randy Quaid? Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid is more prevalent. Dennis Quaid is the one who's in in space. Randy Quaid is the Independence Day. And, okay, um, not him. Not him. The other one. Okay, the, is it so Dennis, Dennis Quaid? Quaid yeah. Dennis Quaid. And Dennis Quaid's had an affair. 
and yeah. they're a married couple, and it's their relationship kind of falling apart, mm-hmm. and then I guess finding a way to bring it back in, and it's based on the song, you know, let's give them something. But she plays victim. I like that. Julia Roberts plays victims well. She does. She yeah. does. Whether it's a victim of abuse, whether it's a victim yeah. of someone cheated on you, or whether it's someone's chasing you and wants to kill you in the Pelican Brief. She does victims well mm-hmm. because for some reason we sympathize with her. I think it is the eyes. Yeah, yeah. The eyes have it. And so there's that. Uh, yeah, sorry, there's Alex. A 27 year age gap between. Yeah, and that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. It's not as big as the age gap between Woody Allen and. Julia Which we're talking about in a second here. But uh, that was Never something to talk about. Did anybody see Mary Riley? No. no, no, it's 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 no. is Mary Riley the author of Frankenstein? I should know this. That's Mary Shelley. <laughs> oh, I don't know who Mary Riley is. No, I've never taught Frankenstein, so I don't feel too bad. About that. Uh, and then we come to one I saw again uh, for the first time today. Uh, Everyone says I love you, and I really wanted to see this. It's a Woody Allen film. Not it's a it. musical. It was nominated for best uh, musical or comedy at the Golden Globes the year it came out. And that was about it. And she plays this woman who, she's the idealized woman Mm -hmm. who Woody Allen is looking to fall in love with to get over the last woman he had. Hang on, hang on. I'm just going to stop you there. Woody Allen, every Woody Allen film is him falling in love with some young woman. Yep. (laughs) And so basically what happens is his daughter, his daughter has friends and the friend's mother is a shrink. So basically his daughter is able to go in and listen in on her therapy sessions. Okay. And so they run into this woman for the first time ever in Venice, and they go, "I know her. It's so weird." And she goes, uh, "So, Dad, you should, you should, you should date her. You should, you should." And so he's able to go in and kind of using the information his daughter gives him, he's able to um, get a foot in, get a foot in, and basically yeah, yeah. do be everything she's ever wanted oh. someone to be. Yeah. And it's this interesting story about yeah, but what do you do when the fantasies and all these things? She dreams of living in Paris, but she wants to overlook this part and be with someone who doesn't like technology. So he gets rid of his uh, word processor and uses a typewriter instead because he's a writer and he pretends he likes snails and does all this stuff and you see her kind of getting seduced by it all as I think you might mm-hmm. but then at the end of the day you see her going okay I've had my fantasy but I, I, it's okay great I know what it's like to have that it won't haunt me but it's not enough now I'll say this her singing voice is nothing to write home about no. <laughs> that doesn't make her unique for this film no but um, but sh- her acting was was decent. I'll, I'll, I'll give her that. I thought for the role was, she was in, she was all right. It was fine. I mean, I, th- I think Julia Roberts is just such a good actress in everything that she does that it's it's difficult to kind of find a bad. See, I'll disagree on that woman. point. I'm not. As I've gone through this, I've realized there's a lot of Julia Roberts I can take or leave. Yeah. But okay. she's been a star for so long, yes, and yes. I think there's something to that. I mean, I'm yeah. teaching about Marilyn Mon- Mon- Monroe right oh, now. Oh, I love that. And Mar- Marilyn Monroe is not a good actress. She's not. She's but, not. But, but she, there's only one woman who could be Marilyn Monroe, and that's got her. She's a star quality. Yes, and Julia Roberts has a star quality. Yes. I think she's a much better actress than Marilyn Monroe. I'm not saying she's on that <laughs> level. Good. I'm also not saying. I'm also saying she's not as big a star as Marilyn Monroe no. was. She might have been for about six months after Pretty Woman came out, yeah, but consistently, but no. Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe talks. was. And do we have movie stars on that level anymore? No, really, I don't no. know. Not not, really. not women. No, not women. Marilyn was we, huge. We, we still have Cruz, Pitt, Damon. We still have guys on that level. Yeah. We have women who are great actresses, but they're not stars oh, no. on that level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just a quick note on Mary Riley. Um, she's not a real person. Uh, she's based in the Jekyll and Hyde universe. So that was she, it. She's a, a maid for... I, I had her in maid's clothes in my head. Okay. Yeah, so it's kind of like a retelling of the story. From her perspective. From her perspective, yeah. Uh, then we had... It's just her looking scared walking around. I've seen bits. Um, <laughs> 
And then, also, sorry, and everything anyone says I love you, my biggest problem with it is that basically she existed to say one line, and then Woody Allen got to go on one of his neurotic monologues, yeah. and then she say one line. I remember saying, she's really good in this for the bits that she gets to do, but there's not a whole lot. I will never watch a Woody Allen film. I don't, see, I'm, I've only seen two to this point, I think. Annie Hall? And they're both recent. No, I haven't seen Annie no. Hall. I've seen Midnight in Paris, which I liked. Yeah. I liked Midnight in Paris. What's that Manhattan that, one? Wasn't that keen on that one either? I just I can't. I just uh, it's just him trying Bullets to. Bullets over Broadway. Is I, don't I don't know. It's just it's just Woody Allen trying to get women. Woody Allen. It's just it's just him wanting to sleep with. It feels lady. like it's a, he had nominated for a Golden Globe for that award or for yeah. something. He had nominated for something as best lead actor. I'm like, you serious? Him? Yeah, I don't like. He's him. playing him. It's like Jack Nicholson always yeah. plays himself now. Like Woody Allen's been playing himself for 40 years. Yeah, no, I don't like it. Anyway, <laughs> not a Woody Allen fan. Woody Allen fan. I, I also found it just unbelievable. I don't care how much he's inside her head. Like he looks like a fifty-six-year-old man. Yeah. yeah, and she looks like a twenty-four-year-old woman. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Ah. thirty-two-year age gap. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my but that follows us up with my my best friend's wedding, which I think is a lovely, cute little film. Never seen it. Really? No. The premise is quite simple. She's very. T- she's supposed to be a tomboy. Yeah. That's the one part I maybe had a hard time with. Uh, but she's supposed to be a tomboy. Uh, and the gimmick is, and it's been it's been told to death in various ways. But she's got is this, this with Rupert Everett. Yes, yeah. She's got friend. this male friend. <laughs> he's so good at it. She, anyway, she's got this male friend who's not Rupert Everett, uh, and he's getting. Uh, she, he's always had a thing for her, but it never worked out because she, she just wasn't really that into him. Yeah. But you know, they've always had one of those deals that if you turn a certain age, yeah. they'll get married. But for some reason, for some reason, I guess because she probably made them take the number lower. It was if we get to 28 and we're not married, then we'll okay. marry. Not yeah. 30. That's weird. Well, why do you do that? Because she doesn't want to be called 30 on film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so 28 and we're not married. And then he, he phones her and says, we have to talk. Two in the morning, doesn't matter. Let me know. And so as she has a conversation with Rupert Everett, goes, maybe, this is the, maybe this is it. Mm-hmm. And she goes, oh, no. And she's practicing what's going to happen, uh, how she's going to let him down. And then the, spe- the phone call is actually because he's getting married. Like next week, <laughs> and he, you know she, he needs her to be there, and of course, so she gets there, and the other woman, the bride, is played by Cameron Diaz oh, okay. in one of her first kind of big roles, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so this is the love triangle, and the question is, can Julia Roberts now, who's now actively trying to break up this engagement, will so she? She's gone win? from someone who didn't really want him. She wants what she, she can't have. She plays a terrible human being in this oh, film. Like, everybody in that film is a terrible human being, but the yeah. hard part is we're supposed to root for Julia Roberts on oh, some okay. level. It's really difficult, and it's, it's hard. Rupert oh, Everett. Yeah. Rupert yeah. Everett helps. I definitely gonna watch it now because Rupert Everett <laughs> is <laughs> definitely the best. Part he of is film. he is the voice of. I thought he got robbed for an Oscar that year. I thought, uh, as far as the best comedic supporting actor roles I've ever seen, it's like Kevin Klein in A Fish Called Wanda. Yes, good. And that like those are my two like. It's really hard to be a supporting actor of that quality in a comedy because yeah. too often mm-hmm. you get sort of trapped by the necessity for what jokes need it to be. But yeah, he yeah, was yeah. really really good in it. Okay. I would recommend it. It's definitely a light one. It's a fun one. Uh, it's, it's 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 definitely worth a watch. Okay. Uh, after that, we've got Conspiracy Theory with Mel Gibson, which I haven't seen. I have many years ago, but I... Like, this is the equivalent of putting uh, Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence together today. Like, this was the yeah. two biggest stars of the time in a movie together. I this was really... star power. See... For me, this um, this must come around about the same time as Ransom and stuff like that, because they're just like yeah. Mel Gibson movie after Mel Gibson movie. Well, the, we- the weird one for me is that 
I, I hear of his partnership, Julia Roberts and Mel Gibson. I'm going, why are you not putting them together in a romantic comedy? Yeah. I, I know it's like we want to do other do things, you know why? but this is why. Because it's a conspiracy theory. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like, Mel, if you want to, you know, have a love, if you want to have an action movie where you fall in love with an attractive redhead, you're going to do that in Lethal Weapon. Mm, yeah. You're going to do Russo. that. You're going to have Rene Russo. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Who I think... Love Lee, that woman. Yeah, Liam's a fan of her acting ability. Oh, uh, I so am. <laughs> um, Tink up. Oh. Stepmom? Anybody see Stepmom? No. No. She was... Is no. her and Susan Sarandon? That would have been an... I guess an interesting film, but because obviously it's not... It was named at my demographic, yeah. so I didn't... And I rate Susan Sarandon. Just had a birthday oh, not long ago. I love Susan Sarandon. Yeah, she's great. Uh, and then uh, a couple of really interesting ones where she goes, okay, I'm going to dive in hard to the rom-com genre. Mm. Uh, Ellie, I'll let you start talking about this. Notting Hill. <laughs> this is one of my all-time favorite films. I love it so, so much. You're not going to... Um, Liam, have you seen this? I do. Oh, you know, I, I was have. really impressed with the acting range she had to play an actress. <laughs> <laughs> she does that again later. Not only an actress, but we're told the biggest star in the, the world. world. And I'm yeah. like, this is lazy writing and only because she's going to have to ask Do you for know this. why this film works, though? I think Please it works. tell me, because I'm not sure it does. I, I think it does, because you've took one American actress and two a British actor. It, 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 we talked about this last week yeah, when we did Bridget Jones. It's yeah, working yeah, yeah. title. Yeah, exactly, right? But that's why it works, because it works from both sides of the Atlantic. Yeah, the that, humor, that's the formula. The yeah, it's, exactly. That's why, you know? Yeah, I mean... I, uh, I think she's great in it. I think she's got some really nice human scenes where she's in the house with, with Hugh Grant and his friends and they have like some very kind of down-to-earth, normal conversations. She and is she so... shows vulnerability. She's it's, the weakest it's the, character. It's the, the writing because she is so petulant in this. Yeah. He's like, you know... You know, she, she's, they have pictures and they, they take pictures of the front door and then she's like, it's your fault. And he's like, whoa, well, sit, just calm down for No, you don't understand what it's like to be me. And I'm like, mm. you know, in like three scenes, you're going to like turn it around anyway. Yeah. And oh, it was just. But just because the character's a cow doesn't mean that Julia Roberts is a bad actress. In no, because I would argue it's possible for an actor to present some the, the dialogue in a way that makes it that that, that helps the script have and i don't think she helped the script no i think she took a what was a badly written scene and either played it for what it was or made it worse i think a better actor could have done that and done something with a look with a delivery with something that helps that scene out yeah i will say Hugh Grant's great in it He's good. He's very good, like as is Alec Baldwin in a great cameo. And what's the other guy? Reese Ifris? Yeah, Reese Ifans, the, oh, the Welsh guy. He's brilliant. He is yeah. great. I love him in that. He's my and favorite you've character. Got, um, I've forgotten her name, but Alice from uh, Vicar of Dibley. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's in it as well. She's great. And so, uh, Hugh Bonneville. Yeah. Yeah, so decent. Um, it was a nice bit of something, uh, which I can't say for Runaway Bride. Uh, not seen it. Haven't seen it either. Runaway Bride. I don't really remember it that much. Runaway Richard Bride. Gere? Richard Gere. And they're going, let's make some money again. Yeah. I did not know it was only nine years after Pretty Woman. Oh, really? But they were like, let's get them in a, in, in a film again together. And the gimmick is, um, if I'm remembering correctly, Julia Roberts is a woman who keeps running out on her weddings. And I think he's a writer and wants to do... It's been a long time, folks. So if I'm getting this wrong, totally yeah, call I've, me I've up. I've not but seen it, so I can't... No. He, he's, he's doing something. He's trying to expose her or get to the bottom of it or something. And I think he's a writer. And he, he and sure enough, they fall in love. And the question is going to be like, if, if you know, as they, is she going to run out on him or something like that? Mm-hmm. It was very much... I mean, this was something that was happening around this time because this is like when the cast of... Um, um, 
Fish Called Wanda, which we just talked about, got together to do like Fierce Creatures. Oh yeah, yeah and yeah. you're like, it, it, you can't, it didn't you can't work. just get the band back together. No. It, it's like let's do a sequel without without doing a sequel. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it really. Um, hits. And also, time timing hits. Lightning strikes in one place. You can't leave all those years in between and then try and recreate. Absolutely. You know, sometimes you do. Sometimes you you strike twice. Um, but you know, this time it doesn't. I guess. Speaking of lightning striking, though, um, we got to talk about 2000, and I'm a big believer of this. Who I believe 94, 95, 96 was the greatest stretch for movies. Yeah, da da yeah. da da da. Uh, I believe that the early 2000s gave us very little of merit in the world <laughs> of art. Full stop. Uh, but I'll say that I really enjoyed um, Julia Roberts playing Aaron Brockovich in a film that was called, oh yeah, Aaron Brockovich. She's yeah. fantastic in this. She's really good in that. I'd yeah. never seen it until a couple of weeks ago, and I just thought her acting was so, so good. Again, just massive Based on range. a true story. Yeah. It was around this time I discovered Julia Roberts does not like a film that comes in under two hours. <laughs> she loves a two and a half hour yeah, film, Julia does. Roberts does. Jeez. I mean, I guess if you're making that much money, if you're paying her that much money, mm. you may as well get two and a half hours Absolutely. out of it, but come on. But this was really good. She's often, quite often got sort of a return to her pretty woman outfits in yeah. a lot of her films. Well, not, not Naren Brockovich. Yeah. What are you talking about? Willis? <laughs> she's got loads of really low cut tops and short skirts, Naren Brockovich, and gets told off for wearing them around the office. Oh, well, okay. I thought you were talking about like, like her fancy clothes. I was like, she's not fancy oh, clothes. Oh, no, not no. the fancy ones. The, no, she's the just, hooker-like e- ones. Everything's, everything's pushing the boobs up with, with Julia Roberts and Naren Brockovich. The only thing in Pretty Woman, when she's playing the hooker, she's only hooker for like five minutes. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, she's technically a hooker for the whole movie. She's, like, <laughs> she's, she's only dressed as a hooker for the first five minutes. She had me hooked. I'll tell you what. The, the, I'd love to do it at some point. I hope we do. But the rapport with her and Barney, the guy who uh, runs the... That's, mm-hmm. his, his part is so important to that film. I and love that, film it. that is my favorite. That's what makes that film for me. Yeah. Them two. Because I'll come back to this later because there's another movie them two are in. Oh, really? <gasps> yeah. Okay, cool. And it, I, I literally, my heart melted when I watched it on screen. But on that note, a really interesting pairing between Aaron Brockovich, Julia Roberts, and Albert Finney in mm. in Aaron Brockovich. It was, it was just, it was really well done, and it was she was relatable. You wanted to root for her, of course, yeah. Um, and going, this is a difficult situation, and she's. It's a hard movie to watch. I feel. Oh, I'm okay with it. You know, I. It's a. It's not like a. A fun-loving film, is it? No, is it's, it's not a, light-hearted. It's a, it's a, there's moments where you watch a film and you know they're pushing to try and do a great acting performance. And, and this these is, giant scenes. Yeah. I think this was that. I think this was just a really solid acting performance throughout. Yeah, I agree. It's very good. I think, was she nominated for this? She wins best. best she wins the Oscar for Oh, this. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. It's the one so Oscar. There's a big hoopla about it at the time. Because she's nominated for Steel Magnolias. I didn't mention she gets nominated for Best Actress for Pretty Woman, which I'm kind of surprised by. Yeah, I'm surprised It by doesn't it. feel like an Oscar-y kind no. of film. But the pool for... Um, best actress is always a little bit smaller and always skews young. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like it's yeah, always yeah, yeah. for a long time, it's kind of women in their twenties and thirties, and then if you're over forty, if your last name isn't Streep or um, Dench, Dench. Well, she's not win best actress, but she gets supporting actress. Yeah, yeah, but if it's not Streep or oh, what's the English woman's name? Emma Thompson. Thompson. Yeah. And Helen Mirren. Or Helen Mirren. Like you're just not getting yeah. the nominations. Um, and so we go from that, uh, which was great, and then we go and do the Mexican. I hated this film. I haven't seen this one. This should have been better than it was. Oh, it should have been better than it was. Because you've got Brad Pitt and you've got Julia Roberts. How can you mess this up? And Ugh. the answer is you keep them apart for the whole film. Ugh, 
dreadful movie. I think they're only together for like 12 minutes of the film or some not. What? Yeah, yeah. The big, yeah. I think I think it's her who's opposite James Gandolfini for large portions of it. Yeah. Gandolfini from the, the Sopranos. Yeah. I didn't bother to rewatch it. I remember I, just thinking. I, I, I watched half uh, of it and turned it off. Right? No, I was, yeah. Just God's honest truth. I was in I was in Jersey at the time. And me and my mate Tom. We went. To, we we lived opposite. Um, now, when you say Jersey, just for our American listeners, we don't mean New Jersey. No. We mean what New Jersey is named after. Jersey, Jersey the <laughs> island between France and England. Yeah. Um, I was working over there for a bit. Me and my mate Tom, we lived opposite uh, a like a Blockbusters video place, and uh, we went and rent out two movies. We rented out the Mexican, which we thought was going to be amazing. Yeah. And Pearl Harbor, which everyone had raved about. She's your emperor off that. <laughs> well, we put the Mexican on. Half halfway through, no, that's rubbish. Put on Pearl Harbor. Actually, I quite enjoyed it. I don't oh, think, really? I don't think Tom did. I've but, never seen it. But I love Pearl Harbor. That was, that was I like. I'll give them credit. They were going for an epic, and I've said they don't do epics anymore. No, Not really, no, they don't. But the Mexican, nah. No. Speaking of Naz, uh, my least favorite film on this list is America's Sweethearts. I don't know if anybody else Not has seen, seen it. it. No. Julia Roberts and I want to say Billy Crystal are publicists for. Their clients played by Is it John Cusack in that? John Cusack and Catherine Zeta Jones. Yeah. And basically throughout it, I don't know if it's Crystal and and and, and Roberts who fall in love or if it's Cusack and Roberts who I fall in love. It. I don't know. It's bad. <laughs> it sounds like- it's not a good movie. Yeah. It again, it was like Star Power. Look yeah. at and they call the movie America's Sweethearts. And then you have Julia Roberts, Billy Crystal, John Cusack, and Catherine Zeta Jones. It felt a little bit like Okay, this isn't the name of their fake movie. This is the name of you just going, these 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 actors are America's sweethearts. So watch the movie. Catherine Come see the Jones pretty thing? people. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But that was that. Yeah. And then she followed it up with what I I don't know if I like it or not. Because it's hard to tell because there's so little of it. But her recurring role as Tess Ocean in the Ocean's Eleven franchise, which would start, of course, with Ocean's Eleven. I like I like her performance. Yuck, yeah. I like her performance in the scenes where she's opposite George Clooney. Yeah. In the scenes where she's opposite, mm-hmm. oh, what's his name? Oh, that's going to bother me. Andy Garcia? Andy Garcia. Um, I don't think she's nearly as good. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I love the films as a whole. Mm-hmm. Mainly, I love the first one more than I do the other two. Absolutely. Um, I'll let me phrase one. that. I don't know why I went, mm-hmm. I hate the other two. <laughs> yeah. I like Ocean's mm-hmm. Eleven. I hate the rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like, they hit with something that there, and they thought, let's make another one. But um, as far as the first one goes, again. as far as the first one goes, her her repartee with Clooney is great. You're it a is. liar and a thief. I yeah. lied about being a thief. Does he make you laugh? He doesn't make me cry. It's, yeah, it's so the good. chemistry is so good. And why it's they so never good. did a romantic comedy together, God. where they're like together yeah. for the whole film, yeah. is really hard to figure out. It is. It is. Uh, but I thought she was good in it. I mean, at the end of the day, she's a prize I, to be won. Like you said, yeah, yeah. It's not a massive role, is no. it? I like her in it. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say it's, it's my favorite ever. I literally will sit here and not say, say it's my favorite <laughs> ever. Yeah. But uh, for what it was, and for, I mean, let's face it, you can say about a lot of the actors in this film, because the only actors who really get their sort of A-list sort of status are Pitt and Clooney. Even mm-hmm. Damon takes a backseat. Yeah. Yeah, so. And Jet Li, I believe, is in that. It's it? not Jet Li. No? No. I don't know his name, but he's not Jet Li. He is legitimately just like um, a, a Chinese gymnast. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh. 
So <laughs> I, I don't know why I thought because I, I, I remember at the well, time thinking Mando, we just forget over time and I we think it was just like A list actors. Yeah, I was thinking of the he must have been in that because yeah, yeah. like Bernie Max in it and yeah. oh what's his name um 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 Rhodey from uh, oh my word doesn't bother me Don Don Shadle. Yeah, 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 he's yeah, in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's a terrible British accent. Yeah. So Roberts is nowhere near the worst thing in the film. She's actually one of the better things in the mm-hmm. film. I mean, the script is the best thing in the film, but even there's a lot of charm between the actors, and that's why Andy Garcia is my favorite. And she's great against Brad Pitt as well, to be fair. But yeah, yeah, yeah Brad's good. Andy Garcia is your favorite part of Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, I love him. Wow. I, I I rate Andy Garcia as an actor. I do too. I um, do too. And to play that, he's uh, he's so he's so low. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. He doesn't tend about anything. He 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 dials it between like two and four the whole time. So yeah, and that's it's hard, so that's controlled. Hard, that's hard work. It is hard work. You know, so you know, I've got a lot of credit for him. So um, then we got a few that I haven't seen. I mean, stop me if you have. Grand Champion, Full Frontal, no. Confessions of a no. Dangerous Mind, No. Mona Lisa Smile. No. Uh, tell them who you are. No. Closer. No, I have seen it. I can't remember it okay. really, but it was awful. And then we go to Ocean's Twelve. And my my issue of Ocean's Twelve here is the story is stupid. Yeah. Hey, did you guys notice? Like literally, the a giant part of the plot is: Did you guys notice that Tess looks like Julia Roberts? <laughs> so I'm like, so in a world where Julia Roberts exists and yeah. therefore has made Ocean's Eleven or has worked with these worked with Brad Pitt in the Mexican. Yeah. So why are we not saying Rusty looks like Brad Pitt? Yeah. Why are we not saying that yeah. Danny? Oh, it's. So dumb. I've not that, seen that one, but I, the plot doesn't make me want to. And at that point, I, and plus you find out the whole thing was just a giant wind up anyway. Yeah, stupid yeah. film. Yep. So if we'll, you're. We'll skip over <laughs> So I don't know if she was good in it or not because I was just too busy raging at <laughs> the stupidity of the film. And then if I, I didn't watch 13, I don't think I watched 13. No, uh, I, I have seen And 13, Ga- Garcia joins the crew. So so eleven they robbed yeah, yes, Garcia. Yes, yeah, Twelve yeah, yeah. Garcia's caught them and they need to pay him back. So they need to do like some sort of a heist. Yeah. And then thirteen, he joins the crew for some yeah. reason. Yeah. I think I've only watched that once. But yeah. It's a shame Ocean's Eleven was a great film. And it I think was. it's one of those ones though, but you don't tarnish the reputation because we still go Ocean's Eleven. Great film. Didn't they just recently do Ocean's Eight? Yeah, that was the all female one with Sandra I quite like that. Haven't seen it. I quite liked it. Um some more ones. I mean, this is where we start to get some voice acting. Uh, the Ant Bully. Mm, not seen it. Nope. Charlotte's Web. Seen that one. No. Any good? I watched it a long time ago. I don't remember. Okay, so that's <laughs> a don't really. It wasn't memorable. I no. think that's what George was trying to say. That's there. the remake of it, though, isn't it? Not the original. Oh, they've yeah. done a few of them, but it's not. No, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's two thousand six. I mean, obviously, yeah. it's a it's a remake. I've seen that one? Have any seen that? Uh, Charlie Wilson's War. Nope. nope. Uh, Fireflies in the Kitchen. Nope. Uh, Valentine's Day. Yes. Yeah, it's uh, awful. I saw Valentine's Day. I didn't even remember Julia Roberts is in Valentine's Day. Who does she end up with at the end? I have. No She's idea. not Ashton I, Kutcher, is she? I tried to block it from my memory. That's not that bad. It's trying to be Love Actually and absolutely yeah. miserably failing. Well, I've got a kind of a soft spot for Valentine's Day and New Year's Day and all them ones. The I've, movies or the actual yeah, days? The, no, the films. <laughs> uh, uh, the, they are bad. Yeah, <laughs> but there's brief moments in things. You know, like New Year's Day with Michelle Pfeiffer, you know, and Zac Efron. Is that just the fact so the that moment is it? Michelle Pfeiffer is in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Do you remember anything about Valentine's no. Day? No. <laughs> <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. Is Valentine's Day the one with Ashton Kutcher as a flower guy? Yes, because the whole because the whole gimmick is that that's his busiest day of the year. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I do like that film, and I like him in it. I okay, I say this: I didn't hate it. 
I would I've never gone back or wanted to see it okay. again. It's not going to win Oscars and it's not brilliant, but if you just want That was on the poster. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to win Oscars. It's not brilliant, but if you want to see pretty people Valentine's Day. I quite liked it. I you know, it was it was a nice little smile movie. Okay, let's speak about something that was uh, maybe a little bit different. Uh, Eat pray love anybody? I have seen that one yet. Yeah, I have. I don't remember. I haven't. I know it's based. I know it's based on a book, which is not a fictional story. So. Yeah, it's kind of about a woman who gets divorced and then goes, she goes, goes to and India, travels the world she? to find herself. Yeah, so yeah. it's kind of an, a bit of an uplifting storyline. Um, I don't hugely remember it. I I think I thought it was okay. Yeah, I See, can't from here on in, I haven't seen really any of them, but I'll I'll run through them. Yeah. Um, we've got Jesus Henry Christ. No, which I'd never heard of. Oh, so she's an executive, executive producer. Sorry, she wasn't in that one. Um, Love, wedding, marriage. No. L- Larry Crown. Yes. You you've seen this, Liam? Oh my god! Right. It's not a film I wanted to see. Okay. I never had no interest in seeing it. Um, but somebody bought me a Blu-ray of it, and I went, oh god, why would somebody buy me this movie? Do they not know me? And I thought, oh well, I'll watch it anyway. And that really surprised me. It was a really lovely little movie. Maybe okay. that's why they bought it for you. It's her. I know. Maybe but they knew you would like it. Is this, her, you really is this her and Tom Hanks? Tom Hanks, yeah. Okay. Well, Tom Hanks has like a kind of a midlife crisis and he decides that he's just going to start over again. And that's how he gets to meet her and he does all these different things. That's more his story than hers. But I, I like this little, I like this little movie. So, yeah. Good. Um, and, she, and she was good in it? Uh, yeah, he was better than her, but yeah, I think that's not too hard to imagine. But you know, she still held held her own. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mirror, mirror, which I think is a retelling. Seen of, it? It's awful. Yeah. No, not seen it. Uh, August Osage County. Someone put this up on the like listener like yeah. rankings, and I would thought they made like a typo or like crammed two movies. No, that's the full title. Never wow. heard of it. Never heard of it. Either. No, never. Uh, Secret in their eyes. Nope. Mother's Day. Yes. Now this is the one I'm telling you about. Huh? All right. Then tell you know the tell whole, me about it. Liam. You know the whole Barney thing in um, Pretty Woman. The whole Barney thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. The, the, the hotel oh, manager. Hotel. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The hotel manager. Right. You know, there's that nice little moment where she goes. No one's willing to help me, and I've done this. And then he goes, oh, calm down. And then he goes, wait a minute, I will help you. And he helps her, and he shows her all these different things to make her become the yeah. person that she is. In Mother's Day, she plays um, an actress who's trying to get away. Okay. And she goes into this, like, calf. Um, I only love this movie because of this scene. So I didn't really watch the whole... Oh, I've watched the whole movie, but I didn't really think too much of the movie. It's just this one little scene. She walks into this calf and she sits down. He comes over as the waiter. Mm-hmm. And he says, can I get you a drink? Can I do this? Can I do that? And she goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he starts laying the cutlery down. Oh. And she turns around. He goes, you're supposed to. She went, I know. Oh, that's, that's clever. That's and I, nice just thought, I just thought, that's so good. That's really, really clever. I love this, it. This, I like that. You've, you just got to watch that movie, just that one moment. So you just told me the best part of the film. So I have to watch this to see that part. Yeah, maybe, maybe look that clip up on YouTube. <laughs> I might get around moment. to it. It's a I might beautiful moment it. because I was in the cinema when I watched it, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is great!" Uh, Money Monster. Nope. No. Smurfs: The Lost Village. Nope. nope. Uh, what? Yes. Wow. <laughs> um, Wonder. Nope. No, that's the new. Some people one brought that up. Earlier. It's really, really new. Yeah, and then something called Ben is back. So, I mean, and she's done some television spots. I mean, I don't want to get into a huge thing, but the one I remember the best is Friends. Yeah, Friends. Yeah. 
when they were busy in their stunt casting kind of era. I think it was the one uh, the one after the Super Bowl was the name of the episode because it was literally the one they played after the Super yeah. Bowl. Uh, and she played her, uh, not herself. She played um, an old flame of Chandler's who he, he pulled down. Oh, not a flame, but he pulled down her. He lifted up her skirt and everybody saw her oh, underwear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it, and so she got her revenge on him like years, years later. Yeah. Uh, and it, it was fun. I mean, yeah. for what it was, it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so here's the question. I think we kind of, kind of skated around it. Is Julia Roberts an elite actress? I definitely think so. Yeah. Based well, on acting ability? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I yeah, think well, she's really, really good. She's. I think she's, pardon the pun, I think she's a pretty woman. And um, I think she's been, she lucky. She was lucky how she hit early with Steel Magnolias. Um, I think Steel Magnolias gets her the role in Pretty Woman. When you think. And right, that makes her a star. Most people who are pretty in Hollywood start off playing pretty characters. So for her to go in as a pretty woman <laughs> and to do a gritty character to start with gave her that base. Yep. To become the star that she was. I mean, maybe I'm wrong because I'm sitting here going, she's got four Academy Award nominations. So, you know what? That's pretty damn good. I rate her as an actress. I she do. also got nominated for August Osage County. I should mention uh, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just don't see her as a leading actress as much now. I think it has something to do with the kind of films that we make now. Yeah. What yeah. I really like about her is that she's really versatile. So she can play your kind of traditional romantic lead in something like Notting Hill, or she can play a hooker in Pretty Woman. She can play a, you know, really well, good legal brain in yeah. Pelican Brief, or kind of a slightly different, but still along that kind of legal, intelligent person kind of mindset in Erin Brockovich. Take, sorry, go ahead. Um, and... And, you know, the victim as well, particularly in Sleeping with the Enemy. She's just got she's so much range. And it's like, I don't know if perhaps if she's had any of these experiences herself, but she just, you really believe her performances when she does go to that kind of darker place. And I just think she's really, really talented. Oh, I had a thought now. It's gone. Yeah, okay, there it is. Take, like, people who have been equally big stars at some point, right? Mm -hmm. So take your Meg Ryans. Yeah. Take your Jennifer Aniston's. Take your. I'm just thinking of a female who was. Cameron Diaz. Uh, was Cameron Diaz ever as big as Julia Roberts was? Mm, but not. anyway, take, take Kate some, Winslet. No, no, she was never that. Same okay. Um. So take those sort of like everywhere actresses, Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then go. None of them have had longevity. No. Not really. Not, not in the way that Julie Roberts not hasn't left. Julia, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like J-Lo left and came back, you know, but constantly. Yeah. And I think part of that's the fact, I mean, I, I said, why didn't she do a romantic comedy with George Clooney? But on the flip side, you know, Meg Ryan, that's all she did was rom-coms. Yeah. And then at some point, you're too old, I guess, for a market to want to see you play the female lead in a rom-com. Yeah. And then what happens is there's nothing else because you haven't shown that you can do and no, there's no other part of an audience that's interested in you. Where because you've been Robert limited has. yourself. Robert has. Take Jennifer Aniston, who went for the money yeah. and did a lot of big name sort of roles Now did a lot of flops. Now, Julia Roberts is clearly, I mean, she's, I'm looking at her, she's done about one to two movies most years, but it seems like she's been really selective of what she's doing and she's doing stuff of quality and she's surrounding herself in these later years, especially with good people. Mm -hmm. People who- She's got her own production company. She, she does have her own production company. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, and so- yeah, maybe she's developed. I don't know. I just don't think her latest stuff is more. The most recent film I've seen of hers is. I'm scrolling Valentine's Day. 
Yeah. So I haven't and seen that's not a standout. I role. haven't seen anything from her in the last decade. And even that is the last thing I've seen her in since Ocean's Twelve. Yeah. So maybe it's me, or maybe it's not that the average movie person hasn't movie viewer hasn't seen anything in sixteen years. Well think about it. You're reading that list and how many Early on ones that we'd all kind yeah. of seen, yeah. and then how many later ones? Nope, 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 nope. That is something about the kind of roles available to women, I think, in Hollywood. No. I think there's something in that. Okay. Yeah. But she's still she's relevant. She's still quite relevant. Yeah. She's still relevant. Without question, she's relevant. And if yeah. we found out Julie Roberts was doing X tomorrow, we'd go, oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. And um, in the in the film Wonder that we haven't seen, that's the 2018 one, I think she plays the mum in that. So she is now kind of going to doing a that, more that. Like kind of age appropriate role. So yeah, perhaps yeah. she's done the younger younger actress ones and then she's had a little bit of a kind of flop period in the middle where there's not really been the transition coming yeah so now she can start playing the older roles not yeah, that she's yeah. not that she's really old or anything but you know she's more of a mum age well, so perhaps then she can start branching out into some different kinds of roles and we might start seeing yeah. some more really good performances from her again fingers crossed well speaking of really good performances let's talk about where we rank them and where our listeners rank okay. them so thank you to our listeners for ranking them lots of our friends out there usual names if you're familiar with the podcast just want to give them a quick thank you Paul and Griff Little Bitch Pod Main Street Finance Underrated Pod It's a Musical Pod M at the Movies Nick from Nick and Russ Russ from Nick and Russ the Effin' Nerds Podcast, Friend of the Podcast, Lestat, Yay. Defining Disney, Spy Hards, Friend of the Podcast, Dwayne Smith. Dwayne Smith! There we go. Part of Georgia. <laughs> we played by Liam. Dwayne Smith, I'm studying Cleopatra. You have no idea. You have no idea. Sorry, I mistyped that. It's just a listener on uh, on Twitter. Chuck goes to the movies. And on Facebook, Janessa Kleinsmith. Thank you oh, very much, you very Janessa. Much. So, uh, all of you people have done a uh, have ranked at your top five, and we've compiled your listings into a top ten. Mm-hmm. So that way we can take a look. So, I'm curious, what are you guys expecting to see on this list? Pretty Woman, Aaron Martin Brockovich, Hill, Aaron Brockovich. I, don't, I I hadn't heard of Steel Magnolias until recently, so. I, I think that's a really good one, but I don't know if yeah, that'll be kind of in the yeah. main right. consciousness. So, the, the big name Okay, ones. so in 10th place, they had Closer. 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 Oh, closer, really? closer. closer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, recent people who've seen it recently seem to really like it. Yeah. In ninth place, Runaway Bride. Yeah. Which must be the star power. I don't must know. Be. Uh, eighth place, uh, tied for seventh, really. We had Sleeping with the Enemy mm-hmm. and Hook. Oh, okay. Two very different films. Yeah, very different. <laughs> And I, get, I think when we did Robin Williams, we talked about what that movie, Hook, meant for a lot of people's childhoods. Yeah. And I think that stays with you. And if you're coming yeah. you, Julia Roberts is part of your childhood. She and, is Tinkerbell. And I think if I hadn't seen it as a child and seen it as an adult, I'd yep. present it in different eyes than I would uh, see it now. Yep. Just ahead of that, just ahead of that, in sixth place, Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. That's good. Middle of the table. I'm yeah. okay. If someone I'm, right, I'm, okay you know, yeah, I'm okay with that. That's fine. Um, and then Notting Hill in fifth. Yeah. Steel Magnolias in fourth. I was surprised that it finished that high. I mm-hmm. thought that might have been a little bit too southern, a little bit too female, a little bit too old of, I, of I, an overall I, perspective. I, I, rate I really like it. I, I really, really like it. Not as much when I was a kid. I'd seen it, but I really liked it when I watched it again mm-hmm. about a month ago. I was really surprised how much I loved it. Yeah. Uh, My Best Friend's Wedding in third place. Mm. I think it's a fun little rom-com, so yeah. good on you, whoever voted out there for that. Second place... Aaron Brockovich and the, the, the top two are the top two by like a mile. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Aaron Brockovich at two, Pretty Woman at one. Yeah, it was going to be Pretty Woman, wasn't it? So what I'll do now is I will read off our top ten list. All right, in tenth place, Liam, we had Flatliners. You oh. were the only vote on this, and you had it second. 
So I, you really like this movie, but this unfortunately, movie. it was just one that we didn't run into that yeah. much. So it didn't come across as far as that went. But it's... I, I like this movie. Yeah. I, I rate it highly. I like the cast, um, and I watched it as a child, and I watched it as an adult, and I loved it both times. So uh, ninth place, uh, Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, which I had it rated the highest. I had it at six. I had it at ten. I had it at seven, didn't I? You did. Yeah. yeah. So you know, uh, it was. I like it. It's yeah, good. Yeah. She's controlled. Yeah. She needs to yeah. be, and she needs to be the angry wife when she starts off, and she's the angry yeah, wife. Yeah. yeah. So for what it was, there just wasn't much room for her to go with it. So no. I, I, that's, that's as high as I went with it. Yeah. yeah. Um, in uh, eighth place, we have Hook. Uh, Liam, you have it the highest at third. Yeah, and more nostalgia than yeah, that's fine. anything else. Uh, I had it at eighth, and Ellie I didn't did have, not it. have it. That's fine. <laughs> Uh, actually, sorry, it wasn't uh, in eighth. It was joint seventh because Hook tied the Pelican Brief, which we all rated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We did it rated highly. Ellie was highest at six. I was seven. Liam was nine. Yeah. But we... Mostly that was because I didn't remember too much about it. I just remember the performance. <gasps> it's good. It's long. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't tell you plots and stuff. And it didn't get ridiculous. She didn't start screaming random. It was, no. it was, it was believable. Yeah. She's great at being a victim. I think that's the thing I've realized most going over this. Yeah. Absolutely. There's a, there's a part of her that you just want to sympathize and see her win for whatever reason it is. And even the movies we didn't talk about, like, oh, we talked a little with us, but, you know, something that, called Something to Talk About, for instance, where she's just, you know, or or Sleeping with the Enemy, where she's just like, you know, I've been cheated on. I've been, I've, I've been abused. I've been, mm-hmm. we just want to. It's wanna, really difficult to watch. We just want to see her win. Yeah. Uh, my best friend's wedding came in at six. Uh, Ellie had it at seven. I had it at three. I really like Julia Roberts' performance in this film. I'm not seeing it. I don't like her character yeah, in this film. That's a difficult one. I think she has to carry that movie on her back for the most part. Because mm-hmm. the guy she was playing opposite sucked. Yeah. He was dreadful. Thank God Rupert Everett came in. And Cameron Diaz isn't very good in it. Eh, she's, she's she's not. She's Cameron Diaz. She's that's exactly what she is. <laughs> we talked about her on worst films ever for a reason. <laughs> da, 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 da. Um, so then at five we have Steel Magnolias, and I think part of that is because Liam didn't rate Steel Magnolias. Have you not seen it? I have. Oh. Did I not put that in there? You didn't put it in there, buddy. <laughs> Might need to do an amended list later on. Oh. <laughs> uh, I, I thought that was in my list. It might push it to. Th- Four, but I don't think it's a huge deal. Well, I had it at five, so I'm I had it happy with it. I would have had it. I would have had it middle of the table. Okay, I, I, I'd, I'd had about five. It's close. It might have been four. It might have been five. So we can maybe oh, we'll, maybe we'll call these joint fourth. Yeah, uh, but I, but to be fair, like I was pulled up on it later in an earlier podcast. I was trying to send these over to you, <laughs> so yeah, you know, so I went, you know, went. I was trying to concentrate on two things. Yeah, so it's fine. Um, so number four, Sleeping with the Enemy. And that was pulled down because I didn't rate it because I'd seen it but so long ago that I just couldn't remember enough of it. It's good movie. Ellie has it at two and Liam, you had it at five. So yeah. you guys ranked it. Yeah. 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 Her, so. It's her performance in it is just so, so good. Like it's, Did I had it. Did you see two opposites? Yeah, like exactly. It. And I mean, I have it at her second performance film. It's, it's not at all my second favorite Julia Roberts film, if you're looking at the film. But yeah. in terms of her performance, performance yeah. I think she's really good. I think there's going to be said about we took star power versus acting. And part of it's we don't remember this. Mm-hmm. Like the film you'll be remembered for. It's not like no one's going sleeping yeah. with the enemy. No. It just didn't. It was, people, people have seen it gone, good film. Yeah. Or really like her in it. But it never... You never, you never heard Julia Roberts star sleeping with the enemy. It's always the no. other ones you think about. So on that note, the top three are probably the three you think it might be. 
Um, so the public had this at five. We have it at three, Notting Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the, There's only five films that we all ranked in our list. Six, if you count Liam's Forgotten Steel Magnolias. Oh, I'm sorry. But uh, Notting Hill is three, and uh, no one had it. Oh, Ellie had it at three. So I had it three and it stayed at three. Uh, I had it at five, Liam, you had it at six. I mean, I've, I've said my bit. I, I don't mm-hmm. think it's a huge amount of acting range, but she is, she's likable enough in it. Yeah. She is. She does what a rom-com needs her to do, and there's nothing wrong with that. Rom-com mm-hmm. needs you to be a certain thing, and this does an all right job with that. Definitely. Uh, number two, we had, uh, I'm really a little surprised by this. This is called the Liam Factor a little bit. Mm-hmm. Number two is Aaron Brockovich. Mm-hmm. Now, this is funny because Ellie and I both have this at one. <laughs> <laughs> and Liam, you had it at eight. <laughs> Which oh, wow. actually, if you had also included the Put Steel Magnolias, you would have pushed it down even lower to nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be interesting to see. It, it wouldn't change the, the numbers. It had a big enough uh, okay. it had a big enough thing that Steel Magnolias wouldn't catch it. It mm-hmm. would still be two. Um, yeah, I just think I think it's I think it's her best work. Yeah, she's really she. It's a well deserved Oscar, I think. She's I think she's really good. In it. Really, I remember sitting down going, I don't remember if she's that. I think I said I don't think she's. I don't remember her being that good in this. And then I, when it was over, I went, No, I was wrong. She's really, really, really good. She in is it. really, really good in it. Um, it's just a heavy movie for me. I, I do the subject not, tone, but the tone and the subject matter of a film can really turn you off. Yeah, it's not because I can't say I enjoyed the movie, but I like the movie. I think she's great in it. Um, but it's not the film you'd go, let's watch Aaron Brockovich, shall we? So just you know, it's not like you're not gonna go like, let's watch the pianist. But you know, you've got to be you've got to be ready for it. I get you. I'm sure uh, uh, just others receiving votes before we say number one. Mother's Day, everyone says I love you. That got on my list. I had it on my mm-hmm. ten spot. Eat Pray Love, The Mexican, um, Larry Crown, Mystic Pizza. Uh, those are the ones that were also receiving votes. Yeah, yeah. But number one, of course, is Pretty Woman. Liam, okay, you had it at one. I, I had it at two. Ellie had it at four. I think we're splitting hairs a little bit when we're talking about those two films. One is the one she'll be known for, and one is the one that she'll win the Oscar for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it depends which Julia Roberts you want. If you want young, pretty Hollywood A-star, A-list star, Julia Roberts, then it's Pretty Woman. If you want, this girl can actually act underneath it all as well, Aaron Brockovich, but she's great in both. But you, but with Pretty Woman, it's it's a... Her acting in that, I mean, there's moments when she don't speak, she just looks and cries, and that really... I'll tell you what. Grabs me. There are moments in this film, visual shots, yeah, which will stand the test of time. When they do those like montages of why we go to the movies at the Oscars, and they put Mm. the bits of the greatest things together, one of which will be that shot of Julia Roberts. She's wearing a cream-colored dress in this giant hat when she's coming back for her revenge in that scene where she goes to the fancy... Close up, yeah. Like that's one of them. The bit where Barney sees her from behind and she's like snapping her yeah. fingers over her head and her long curly yeah. red hair is falling down, or the bit where she's looking in that big hat and the blonde and the cream dress and she's walking out like like a lady with the bag. She walks by him and he's just like transfixed by her transformation. And, and when she goes, it's just to iconic. The the polo game, yeah. And she's she's feeling upbeat and then Stucky, yeah. Brings her down yeah. to earth, and that look on her face, and <sighs> yeah, you know, she's so good in this. It's her best film. It's her best. Well, no, Pretty Woman's her best. For me, it's for me, Pretty Woman's her best film. And me, Aaron Brockovich was her best performance. Yes. That's that's yeah. my distinction. Yeah, 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 yeah. But again, we're sort of splitting hairs yeah, yeah, yeah. as far as that goes. So uh, we weren't that different from. Um, the peeps who gave in their messages, they had a couple of maybe surprises that we didn't have. Runaway Bride and Closer didn't really hit our sort of no. uh, 
eyelines. Uh, but outside of that, uh, pretty much the same. I think it just kind of speaks to the canon of Julia Roberts mm-hmm. as being an actress that we've all seen. We've all seen about six of her movies a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and the other ones seem to be a bit more... That's what I mean. You catch Travis, some and you don't catch some. She hits really well or she doesn't. And she's got some ones that people are like, oh, I really liked. But she's try- she's she's really tried to be all things to all people yeah, at various yeah. times. Yeah. And as a Credit result, as a result, you're not going to hit all of them. Like no. you're not, not going to find all no, of no, them. No, 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 no. So that's fine. Yeah. Do that. So um, thanks for joining us as we've in the roundtable on Julia Roberts for best film ever. I've been Ian. I've been Liam. And I've been Ellie. And we're just a podcast standing in front of an audience <laughs> asking you to like us. I like that. We'll see you next time. Take care. Thank you.